0: Welcome to Episode 6 of How We Win.
1: The run-up to the 2020 election is riveting, and every week we'll share these stories from the field.
0: All over the country, ordinary people are doing extraordinary things. We'll give you the tools you need to jump in and make a difference right now.
1: Let's do this, everybody. The clock is ticking, and we want you to join the
0: party. On today's episode, we'll be chatting with actress Catherine Hahn. Catherine talks about volunteering and why knocking on doors keeps her sane. We also talk about her inspiring performances on shows like Parks and Recreation and Transparent.
1: Then we're going to hear from Ashley Blue, Swing Left's political director, about our impeachment survey results and what we're doing right now to get into action.
0: I'm Steve Pearson. And I'm Mariah Craven. And And this this is is How How We Win.
1: Steve, I went canvassing this last weekend. What? Yes.
0: I love canvassing. Why didn't you invite me?
1: Oh, you're always invited. I couldn't make it to Virginia, so we did some canvassing here in Southern California. And people at the doors want to talk about impeachment.
0: Oh, interesting. Yeah. Interesting. Are they for it or are they against it?
1: Uh, Well, we talked to Democrats this past weekend, and many of them seemed to be in favor of it and wanted to know where the candidates we were talking to them about were coming down on it.
0: Right. Well, everyone's got – Impeachment fever right now.
1: Yeah. It's unavoidable.
0: It's unavoidable, and it's important that we talk about it. Last week we talked about it a little bit because it was all just breaking. Every day there is more and more revelations about wrongdoings, more whistleblowers coming forward. Um, So – it's, you know, it's riveting. It really is to watch it. But there's, again, like we talked about last week, there's specific things that we need to be thinking about when we're thinking about impeachment that we can do.
1: Yeah, definitely. And I think one of the reasons why I bring this up is because it's an entry point as we're talking about voters who are going to be getting a lot of misinformation about it yeah. um, and are going to have a lot of questions about it. So if you're out there volunteering, know that it, it it's probably going to come up as you're talking to folks.
0: Yeah, and good that you brought up the misinformation information too, because the Trump campaign raised millions of dollars mm. on the first day that the official impeachment inquiry came out. Right. Um, and they are increasing their spending on Facebook ads by fivefold they are really getting the misinformation out there. So it's uh, it's on us to get the real information out there and make sure that we're talking to people, that we're amplifying the representatives who are coming out for impeachment. We're amplifying their posts and spreading that through social media, calling their offices, all of that stuff. Right.
1: I think it's important to acknowledge that the Trump campaign was really prepared for, for this. They have the ads ready to go, and there's reporting that they started – doing videos and ads and had them in the can months ago and were ready to hit post on them when the impeachment inquiry was opened up. So they were prepared for this and they're raising a ton of money off of it. Uh, so we need to be ready for for both the money and the the misinformation that they're going to be putting out.
0: Right. And we have to put pressure. We talk about this all the time because it is, you know, the presidency and impeachment mm-hmm. those are the bright shiny things right sure. yeah. and that's what everyone wants to think about and talk about but the senate is where it's going to happen mitch mcconnell actually said he you know his hands are tied mm-hmm. he must have a, a a trial in the senate when impeachment comes down to him but there are no republican senators who are showing signs of any kind of patriotism Or ethics,
1: right? And and listen, no, no Republicans in that in the House either. Let's be honest. This is moving forward because we got the majority last year.
0: One Republican in the House actually said he favors a process.
1: Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So there, Mm -hmm. good.
0: I don't even remember who that is, but good on you. Oh, and while we're talking about Republicans in the Congress, (laughs) see you later, Chris Uh, Collins. Don't let the cell door. Bite you in the butt. That's not nice. Someone going to jail, but fair enough. He, him and Duncan Hunter were the first two on the same day to endorse Donald Trump for president, and they're both indicted.
1: Yeah, yeah. Uh, insider trading for Collins and campaign spending fraud for Hunter. For Hunter, right? Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So um, Hunter still still going strong. Still pending. Co- Collins is 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 saying goodbye.
0: Hunter. Threw his wife under the bus for that. Mm -hmm. Collins uh, got his son wrapped up in it, who probably also is going to be indicted and um, having to plead guilty for that. So
1: So that makes 19 House Republican incumbents who won't be seeking reelection in 2020. So there's some more seats up for grabs for us. Let's take them. Let's get
0: them. So we've got to stay focused on the Senate. We can do that. Here's your to-do list right now. Let's raise some money for the Senate, you guys. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I'm not going to lie. When I heard that Collins was uh, yeah. <laughs> resigning. I thought it was Susan Collins for a second, the senator from Maine, and I got really really excited because that seat in Maine is a prime pickup for us. It's a seat that we need to win.
1: Right. Um no, they're not going to give that seat up easily. No. That's going to take some work, but we can do it.
0: Yeah, we can do it. So, um Let's raise money for the Senate. You mentioned the pickup opportunities. We also have some representatives, some new freshmen in purple districts who have really put themselves out there for impeachment, right? They're doing their job. We need to defend those seats. So let's raise some money for that. We have a new House defense fund that includes all the freshmen um, representatives who were just elected. Um, It's a great place to donate. And then, of course— It's not just for lovers. It's for voters. Virginia.
1: Virginia.
0: (laughs) Let's not forget that election's coming up really fast.
1: I can't believe we're talking about get out the vote for Virginia already. But that election is next month.
0: It is. And um, we need two House of Delegates seats, Two state senate seats and we have the trifecta there. We need to roll back that gerrymandering. We need to protect healthcare. We need to pass the ERA. We need to do all these things we can do when we have a democratic majority there.
1: Absolutely. So people can go to swingleft.org and get information about all of these calls to action that you just listed and how to – uh, support
0: them. Exactly. You can go to swingleft.org funds, mm-hmm. and that has a list of all the funds that you can donate to. Mm-hmm. Um, and also swingleft.org Virginia has our entire kit of tools where you can get active in Virginia right now. Shifts are up right now for Virginia. You can oh. sign up for all of the GOTV shifts or shifts the previous weekends, you know, whenever you want to go do work there, phone bank, they're up ready to go. Awesome.
1: All right. We've got our to-do list. We've got our marching orders. Now it's time for the interview.
0: While she's known for her work as an actress on shows and movies like Crossing Jordan, (laughs) Revolutionary Road, Parks and Recreation, Step Brothers, Transparent, right, Bad Moms, the franchise Mm. now, and the upcoming Mrs. Fletcher, among many, many others, Katherine Hahn has been really active Mm off-screen, lending her voice and time to progressive causes like Planned Parenthood and Swing Left. Mm. So, Katherine Hahn, thanks so much for joining us here.
2: Oh, it's such a pleasure. Thanks for having me.
0: So, you grew up in Ohio. Mm -hmm. Were you conscious of how important a presidential state that is, or at least every four years growing up? Not at all. Mm.
2: No, not at all. I, I was raised Catholic. I grew up with – I knew my mom voted Democrat and my dad voted Republican. And I think my family was also kind of – there was different parties. People were aligning themselves with different parties within my family with a lot of different parties on my mom's side and my dad's side, Mm. allegiances to parties. Um, But my recollection of it was that it had more to do – you know, this is back in the day – like Reagan era, that it was it was less. To, it was more fin, like financial. Like had more to do with like taxes, mm. and less to do with like the culture wars. Mm. So it really didn't have like as much like sticky, I guess, moral heat attached to it for right. me as a kid. Um, and I certainly didn't know that Ohio was a state that was that imperative mm-hmm. to a presidential election. No.
0: I remember making phone calls in California doing all this work we did in the midterms, and people were, like, not used to getting phone calls. And you're like, well, move to, like, Florida or Ohio (laughs) where they're just, like, every cycle the phone is just ringing off the hook.
2: Unindated. Inundated. Inundated? I feel like that (laughs) just started happening. I mean, I think that that wasn't maybe the case when I was— a kid, or maybe I just wasn't aware of it, but I, but it, it's certainly I know my mom and my dad have both said it's been, it is ba- bananas now. Right. Yeah. No, it's, a, yeah, it is yeah. bananas.
1: Um, I think it might be today challenging being in a household with a Democrat and a Republican yes. in some places. Yes. W- was it like that at the time when you were growing up? No,
2: because again, it wasn't like, it was just about mostly, again, I just remember it, and I was a kid, but I just remember it being t- Taxes or old guard, new – like there's something right. about like, you know, my grandpa. And just it, it was just like old guard, new guard. But it really didn't have anything to do with how I felt about right him mm-hmm. or how I felt about, you know, my dad. Like my parents would talk – like get into healthy debate about – but it was like – it just didn't feel as metallic-y. Like it's, there's such a, like a knife right, right now. Right. It's so divisive. I couldn't really totally – even feel the difference when I was a kid, mm-hmm. it, because I was so where I grew up, it was so it didn't feel like I was in a particularly progressive, or, li- like liberal area or conservative. It just felt very, very like mixed. So I really didn't feel that right. much, and right. it certainly didn't like destroy f- friendships or communities or families or anything
0: like that. You well, know? healthy debate used to actually be a thing. Mm-hmm. Yes, you listening. Know, that would make us and our ideas better. Yes. You know, when we listened to each other and and considered different ways to get to a common goal. Uh-huh. But that just is, is not really a thing anymore, is it? No,
2: just no. listening, right? Well, and that's like kind of an awesome segue to how meaningful – I found canvassing during the last midterms was that it actually was, you know, I went to uh, back to Ohio for uh, to District 12 for Danny O'Connor and then mm-hmm. out here for Katie Hill in, in California 25. And it was, I realized, like, a chance to actually, like, stand and talk to people and listen to what was concerning them rather than having this kind of, like, from afar, vague kind of, like, unbelieving anger at, like, an incomprehension for, like, the madness that was going on. Mm -hmm. It actually, like, was a real eye-opener of just that of concerns, of actual concerns. Um, And I think, like, only in that can one start to see any sort of change. I mean, we think about all this, and I mean, this week is, like, so crazy, impeachment-wise. And I've been doing a lot of reading about what could possibly be, like, how, if this goes down, right. what this will actually lead to. Right. Because this one, this person is not going to go down without an ugly, ugly fight. Right. And this party is not going to go down without an ugly, ugly fight. And it's just like, what? where does that leave us without any sort of, like, opening on either side? It's just like, I don't know what is going to. Like, where do we go? Something's got to give. Like, it's just there's no listening. And the partisan shit is crazy making. Like, it's become – it's, like, overtaken what it means to be an American. Like, it's so stupid to me. That's what it it feels like
1: every day. But I will say, at least in my experience, and I want to hear about yours, is knocking
2: on the doors – you do feel something different. When I knocked on the doors, that's what I mean. You, when you knock on the doors, I felt deeply patriotic mm-hmm. in, like, a core way. I felt incredibly hopeful. Mm-hmm. And I felt like I was exercising a privilege that is American. Yeah. Like, And then I felt very, very lucky and so grateful. And I felt very— um, it felt active in a way that felt incredibly just pure mm-hmm. because it didn't feel like I was trying to like – and we can go into all this, but what, I knew nothing about canvassing. I knew nothing <laughs> about – I mean, I had no idea. But I had all this energy about wanting to do something. And had
0: you ever canvassed before? No. I mean, yeah.
2: Wow. No, I didn't know what a swing <laughs> district was really. Like right. I did, but I didn't know the importance of it right. in the midterms. I didn't yeah. – so – You know, I'd never done that before at any other election. I don't think a swing. I don't think you know the the uh, this was that was an enormous midterm. Yeah, obviously, but we uh, it was there was something about it that was the most fulfilling. I mean, just to get people to register that hadn't like. I I mean, it is it is so concrete, and it is so fulfilling. I really, I I just want to start bawling thinking about it. It was just the the best.
0: Thank you for saying that because that's been my experience and that's what I want people to know about too. Yeah, Um, We like to say action is the best antidote to anxiety. Oh,
2: my goodness. Because it really is. Yes.
0: You know, all of what you described, what's going on right now among – you know, around impeachment and the hyper-partisanship and and really just the – Insane rhetoric from Republicans That are just blindly Going to, you know, frankly Go down with this ship eventually But it's maddening It's maddening But when you're around people Who are doing this work And you're around organizers And activists and volunteers And part of that it gives you so much hope. Yes. And it really gives you a release from that. And, for, and that that's, you know, I mean, I'm talking too much. It's your interview. But
2: no, that's what drove
0: me into doing this work was really selfish because I was going nuts and my family was going nuts. And yeah. I needed to get out of myself Outlets. And, and do that. Yes.
2: <laughs> no, and also because it is – because you're working on a – because you're canvassing and volunteering on a local – level that you're able to see politics in that level and it's able to it's able to filter all the noise into just literally like you know a, a local he- campaign headquarter, which is like above a dry cleaners in the <laughs> on a min- in a mini mall in the middle which of is nowhere which if you have
0: dry cleaning to right. do it you at you the same time. <laughs> time
2: and then you're just meeting people that they are volunteering their time because they believe in it so passionately and you're Uh, Just another citizen that just cares deeply about this process and about putting it forth fairly and about giving everybody an opportunity to vote and making sure people have the opportunity to vote, know where to go. Mm. It's like you just feel like you're doing something you're right it's it's there's something very just pure and basic about it that doesn't have all the noise around it like I drove myself to Palmdale, I met two you know awesome strangers and by the end of this day of driving around, we became you know it was like we had the best <laughs> day together and it was really incredibly moving and we all learned a ton from the people that we met and you know I would also pose i'm a, a you know, clearly like a progressive Democrat. and I, I, But I do think that there is a tendency on, on this side as well to have kind of like an arms folded unwieldingness to listen. And so I think there is something that this gives an opportunity for people to just take a breath and, and just be on the ground in a local level that is so satisfying. It's to take, like you said, like all this anxiety, all of this like info that were just being thrown at us and just put it into something concrete that you can actually like feel the democracy moving in a positive direction. It's uh, yeah, I can't say enough about it. I loved it so much, I yeah.
1: like what you just said about listening because I think that's really like something that we don't think about when we're going out to knock on a door, but that's what we're there to do. we're We're sharing information. But we're also listening, yeah, and like building a conversation in a community. Do you have any other tips for people who might want to try canvassing out like
2: you did? I mean, swing, you guys made it so easy. i you know, it's a little bit overwhelming to think of, like, uh, knocking on strangers' doors <laughs> and being you you think immediately like people are going to like slam the door in your face is going to be like, but no one does like and if mm-hmm. and if they do you're with somebody and that's okay, <laughs> and you're kind like everybody for the most part has been very very kind, and also you are just canvassing you're not trying to talk somebody into a different point of view exactly right. at all like you're just going to register in democrats and and like actually in palmdale we went to some republicans because there was a i think i can't mixed remember household or yes. something yes yeah. and that was okay it was also that was a, an opportunity to listen a lot of people had a lot to say and that was so interesting mm-hmm. and great and uh it was you know you go the swing left gives you everything you possibly need about what to do they hook you up with like a with an app that you can like plug in in your information from house to house they give you like the maps they do and they hook you up with – you either bring a bunch of friends or, like me, who's like, excited to meet people. <laughs> I just went by myself. I
0: think that's really funny. <laughs> it was
2: really fun. It was like I met this, like, this uh, financial advisor and some other woman that worked in real estate, and we just, like, tootled around and Palmdale. Did people Palm recognize Dale.
0: you while you were knocking on if doors? If they
2: did – a couple times. But yeah. um, most of the time, that you know, no. but It was
0: like, can't beat. that. I can't. (laughs)
2: We did like – there there was an awesome uh, 18-year-old who did not – had not registered to vote. So we were really excited to get him his – you know, give him the information. And Mm -hmm. at the end, uh, he was like, are you in Step Brothers? And I was very excited (laughs) to tell him that. But it was only after the fact. So it made it like I think an extra special. Like he had just had his birthday. So it was like a really special – like it was really sweet. But, yeah, they – uh, it was it's also like i said about listening it's it's not about starting a fight it's not in any way about it's just about giving information and listening so it's like this is where you need to go do you know where you're supposed to vote do you mm-hmm. know what time you're supposed to be there do, are you registered do you need help registering do you need it's just about like making sure every person every human every american has access and knows that they are absolutely supposed to vote mm-hmm. and encouraged yeah,
0: and that face to face contact, I'll just add, is the most effective way to do that. Yeah, like that's that's the best way. Statistically,
2: to do it. yeah, 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 yes, yeah the exactly. Number for sure, <laughs> that's yeah. why we need
0: more people yeah. to uh, to. Be like, yeah, okay, I'll give it a shot. I'll drive up to Palmdale by myself or with friends. (laughs) And
2: also, like, I I had felt a little bit uncomfortable being being from another district going to, Mm. you know, coming in somewhere else. Like, I didn't want to be someone that knew nothing about their local politics and coming in and being like, oh, who is this person from, you know, like, you know, coming to Ohio or even though I'm from Ohio or coming to Palmdale. Like, I didn't want to. And. You know, you're so buffeted by the people that are on the ground and who are so fully entrenched with their local politics that are so grateful for the support um, and for outside volunteers that you're just like all of a sudden in the swarm. And they will – they're so willing to give you the information that they have. And it's so interesting to just – to be able to – again just listen to what's happening in these important swing districts and uh, they're so grateful they they felt very very grateful any, they are so happy to get any of the any volunteers they could need maybe it's worth talking about like because y- your website also makes it very clear like what swing districts are still need to be flipped like when mm-hmm. you know it's all very very clear on your website too which i found very helpful
0: the tech behind Swing Left is really, really impressive. Not to not to sound too much like a infomercial, but it's no. Just I mean,
2: I have no. I mean, I am such a grandma. I still have a file of fax. I don't have. I mean, I have no. I like. I have a no. File social, Yes, honey, that's something you open up Rolodex? and you cross off. No, that's like for addresses. This is you open it up. It's like a oh, date. Oh, your book. calendar. Yeah. It's like your calendar. Right.
0: Yeah. But that's it's what not. I have. On, but it's not on Google.
2: No, honey, it's, it's a it's like it's a it's a paper thing, and you cross like off your list. I like how list. you're sort of
0: condescendingly telling me about, <laughs> about this a ancient thing that you're doing. <laughs> no, because I know exactly.
2: That's my own defensiveness coming out that I have a file of facts but I'm also very proud of it. Um, a file of facts, yeah. File of facts is something you cross out. I also have no zero social media. Um, yeah, what's yeah, up with I noticed that? that? I'm not into it. I'm just not into it. Not
0: into the cesspool well, that is Twitter.
2: I, that's why I think. Listen, I lurk around, I look around and I lurk around, but I, I think that's why I think also maybe this uh this like canvassing thing has been really, really, really pleasing, really, <laughs> really helpful. It's the, I'm telling you, it's the face to face, just sort of missing it. And then even in uh the special election in Ohio, I was able to um I mean that was a crazy weekend because I remember Trump flew out there hmm. that same weekend to Canvas. So he didn't canvass. <laughs> he did not canvass. He wasn't Let me with you be guys. real frank. He was not going door to door. Thank
0: you for clearing that up.
2: Um, Trump. Isn't it so poetic that that's his last name? It's just the worst. It's just everything. The verb, everything. Yeah. He's just. He's just Trumped. Like it's beyond what he said about that Greta. Yeah. Oh was like it. Everything. It's just and that is just like another like. I feel like we're in one of those like, you know, like hurtling in outer space, and it's just like the shh like. Shit, like space debris is like like hurtling toward. Like if that's just like a piece of the space debris, when, a, like a normal human being, that would be the thing that would stick out. And like it, it, that's just oh, yeah. one it's piece just... of shit. That's just like
0: <laughs> it's so awful. Yeah, a child. I know. I'm laughing, but it's no. Not it's funny. like it's, he's
2: the he's the whitehead on the pimple, though, of like what is happening. <laughs> like
0: let's pop that shit. I out know. Of there. It's
2: Mitch McConnell that I'm just like what is happening? Like, I don't understand if you call yourself a patriot, I, it's, I, I'm, I, it's, anyway, ah. so Ohio.
0: Interview's going great. Anyway,
2: Ohio, just I like start throwing things, but Ohio amazing. was, you know, it's middle of the summer or towards the end of the summer, I think it was, um, you know, I flew myself out there because it was so important. Like, I just remember thinking to myself like, that, is using our tax dollars to fly Mm -hmm. him and his family out. Do you know what I mean? Did he
0: squeeze in around while he was in town? I'm sure
2: he did. I know it was on a Trump links, but it was, Mm -hmm. you know, and I think Hope Hicks was on that. It was like the time, you know, all of a sudden Hope, that was like the one, that was the trip where Hope was all of a sudden involved again. It was like, Mm -hmm. I just remember all these people, like he was like bringing on board our money Mm -hmm. to stump for people that were, you know. Yeah. And that was the district where, like, they, you know, it was very close to a Democratic flip, like for the first time in 35 years. Wow. And, I mean, the gerrymandering in that state is so crazy. and
0: It's, it's really, really bad. It's
2: really bad. And that's
0: something that we're really focusing on yeah. right now, too, that we have to focus on. Yeah. Yeah. And Ohio specifically. It's
2: Ohio specifically. Yes, yeah. one
0: of the big states that we're focusing on for gerrymandering.
2: Oh, please let me know how I can... Oh, we will. Okay, okay. <laughs> so I just remember showing up to this, like, little—again, it was, like, a little retail store turned into their local campaign headquarters for Danny O'Connor. And it was, again, like, I mean, someone had brought, you know, like, the local Italian restaurant, like, brought, like, rigatoni and thing. You know, there's, mm-hmm. like, things of Cheez-Its. There was, like, you know, sodas and whatever. And they got so many people. To- and it was, like, I just— my heart was, like, swollen Mm. Mm. with, like, the optimism and the just, like, not even, and then just the, like, the fight, like, the little, the, like, the, like, with the, especially with the fucking Air Force One shadow, like oh, literally wow. like flying over it, that people were still like tr- just like rolling up their sleeves and like to be in it, and like got really really close. It was like under a little under like fifteen hundred votes. Wow, for wow. the first time in thirty five wow. years, like it was really close, That's and amazing. it was that canvassing day was so beautiful, so beautiful, and people were so supportive and were so excited about him. So that's a district I'm really excited about in this next election because it was really, really close. And people were really passionate about him and about the possibility of it flipping. That was po- really powerful. Oh, yeah.
0: Ohio is one of the super states because yes. uh, because of the gerrymandering and the, the work we need to do right. before the census um, mm-hmm. to make sure we roll that back. And also because it's such an important presidential state.
2: Yeah. I went so. there again with – I mean – it makes me sound like I've done this like a gazillion times and I haven't. i have only like I, – but I I did go there with Planned Parenthood.
0: I was going to ask you about the yeah. work you've done with Planned Parenthood.
2: Yeah, I did. I went there – I mean I went there to Canvas for Planned Parenthood because we were trying to get Divine not elected. And, of course, that didn't happen, which was a huge bummer. But um, it was uh, beautiful. Again, it was like an amazing day to see all these young, amazing humans that like showed up. So many – to canvas on behalf of of Planned Parenthood because that's one of those states in which um, women's rights are really on the line and we need to fight there.
1: How did did you get started with Planned Parenthood?
2: I think Karen Sprook reached out to me or maybe I did with her. I mean, I think I'd always been a supporter of Planned Parenthood, like since I was in college as an actual supporter. That's (laughs) kind of where I went Mm -hmm. um, for birth control and just like life. And then I think when it became inconceivably possible mm-hmm. that that could actually be rolled back, those, those gains, it became just a, non, a non-issue that I would want to get involved. I have a daughter. Mm-hmm. I know that it's not just – you know, it does not just provide safe abortion. It also provides so much just basic health care to so many Humans across this country that it is um, just appalling that that could be even a possibility that that could be rolled back is it's just absurd to me. So, yeah, that was a non-issue that I would want to be
0: involved Let's talk a little bit about some of the stuff you've done as an actor, but also sort of political.
2: Okay. Kind of.
0: <laughs> you played a campaign manager oh, on Parks and Rec.
2: Yes, I did. So uh,
0: which God. one of our friends did you base that character off of? Because <laughs> <laughs> it could have been any of them. I
2: mean, you know what's funny? is like we, I, I love that group so dearly, but we're, we're still like, I don't think that would be as funny as if it was out today. Like, I just don't think it would land as funny like there was something I there was know. like i mean i i think it's like there's a charming like yeah. there was something about it like that i i just wonder i mean i love that show i love that show yeah. so much and you just it, you couldn't have possibly imagined when you were doing it, how present so many of the things were in that
1: show—it's so crazy, pure compared to, yeah, to today.
2: I know, I know. So, yeah. We all need a Leslie Nope.
3: Yeah. Mariah, Mariah's Just,
0: Twitter um, says uh, review: Mariah is like a cross between Olivia Pope and Leslie Nope. So. Uh, <laughs>
1: That's, which uh, is kind of accurate. told me that once. Oh, I, like, I love that. It's a compliment. It's Thank an you. amazing compliment. <laughs> no, I
2: feel like we do need a Leslie Nope, Just <laughs> like... Oh, sanctity of office.
0: (laughs) But did you do any research into the the twisted lives of campaign managers before you did that? Because you were really, it seems like an over- It seems like an over-the-top character, really wasn't. (laughs) (laughs) Just tapped into something.
2: I mean, I just think she was just, didn't care about anything but winning. Like, that was the only thing. And, And now you look at some people and you think, I mean it's interesting, you know you think Kellyanne Conway is married to someone that tweet it's you can't imagine where her actual soul is mm. if that if she's you know she's married to like it's like it's your soul where's your soul if you're married to someone that is tweeting about the president on such a regular basis, which is amazing. But is your what's your soul up to then? If it's just anyway, just interesting. That is a whole podcast episode. I know it is. It is. It's I, just a, I that have marriage so many It's so yeah. interesting. Not, none of my business, clearly. But next, they put it out there. Next
0: week we're going to have the Conways on the podcast. <laughs> oh. So we're going to we're going to be able to ask them about all those things. <laughs> That'll be fun. Uh, no.
2: yeah. No. But anyway, yeah. No, but uh, I really did love Jen Barkley. Um, uh, her just free from restraint of any sort of moral conundrum in her mind that's how she I, was that's, a joy she really wasn't <laughs> just a she didn't you know in her mind she was having a great time
0: mm-hmm.
2: so I,
0: I I envy people with that restraint me <laughs> too <laughs> I ignorance is bliss right my god
1: <laughs> Another show that is so beloved is Transparent, Mm. Um, wrapping that up now, uh, but it did take on the important role of bringing trans issues to Mm -hmm. uh, the forefront. What's that experience been like for you and what's it like
2: wrapping all that up? I mean, Transparent was uh, such a a huge experience in all of our lives that had worked on it. And, And it was kind of um, for a bunch of us, like had worked with who had worked with Jill from the beginning, like I was in Jill's first feature afternoon delight. and so a lot of the same crew and the same cinematographer in that. So it was from that. And then we did I love Dick together. So we'd been we've been on like this amazing long journey together. And, you know, this musical, the final episode is a musical musicale finale, which I think is how it's pronounced, which <laughs> makes me laugh, um is such a to me, like, It's so rare to see someone take a big – an honest big swing, like a big, joyful, creative swing risk. Yeah. That I'm just like incredibly inspired by them. And to take something like the wreckage of something sacred and to just – instead of running from it or apologizing – for just like not it not like living up to what it had to just actually like burrow down to what it was at the very beginning like the germ of it so they just like went deep 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 into a space with their sibling to when they used to just like sit and and make songs together at the piano Mm -hmm. and then just like went to that place and like we all when we heard it was a musical we were like oh my god what? (laughs) And then we were like and then it was like just like started to make total sense that that was the only option and that we knew it was going to be just bananas and fun and we did a workshop together to see if it would be possible and it was um, so celebratory and it felt like Bittersweet, of course, and a perfect way to mourn and also to kind of like as Jill has said, like to transition to the next. Mm. Um, you know, everybody's transitioning in that show always. like the the siblings, like everybody's kind of always transitioning Mora. Um And so this is kind of like kind of a great a grand metaphor almost for just like what this show has. Been so I thought it was like a, a I think it's a, a brilliant way to to have this iteration of the of what the Pfeffermans are and is um, occur for sure <laughs> and Judith Light is just a national national treasure I am so proud that that group and that team was able to that we all were able to um, carve something out that was special and leave. This again, this iteration with a on a high note, mm-hmm. felt really special. No pun intended, since it was a musical. <laughs>
0: <laughs> um, I was thinking about Michelle Williams' recent speech at the Emmys. Yes, um, oh. about equal pay. So yeah, was so good. That oh, was incredible. And Billy Porter also really inspiring. Um, and uh, you and Billy Eichner. We're yes. at the AMAs, the American yes. Music Awards, together, and went off script to <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> to let the kids know how important it is to get registered <laughs> yes. and vote. Um, you really know,
1: cool moment. It was yeah. really
0: really cool. So I just wanted to ask you about using that platform. Like, how do you feel about like here are these great platforms with huge uh-huh. audiences and kind of hijacking? I mean, that's the wrong word, because uh-huh. I think it's. But you know, well, that was all. That was Billy, who's just awesome and much braver than I
2: in those circumstances um and uh but I was like he asked of course and I was like yes and uh I, you know I would never had crossed my mind so thank god for Billy Eichner in that moment because I thought it was so great and um you know I am I do find myself like a little bit more private like I'm not as I'm not a stand up I f- I'm feel like I'm just I don't want to say just an actor but I do definitely feel um Maybe it's the Midwestern in me, but I definitely don't have – like, I'm not – again, like, I'm not on social media. I don't like – so I – that's why I think this kind of canvassing avenue is kind of my jam. Hmm.
0: It feels very, like, one-on-one and personal. You want to make a connection with someone. You don't need to be up there, like – Yeah, exactly. If need be, but I, I, you know – and i my i'm always so
2: so inspired and so charged when somebody does it um so inspired and so charged
1: okay last question okay. what gives you hope
2: for the future the kids chil- the children um the spirit that they have of activism and what's already embedded in their hard becoming hardwired in their brains um to look outside themselves and see that it's in their hands to change, mm-hmm. that that's giving me a lot of hope. Um, that young woman Greta was so inspiring to me. That lawsuit by those kids in Oregon is so inspiring to me. Uh, there's the Parkland survivors are so inspiring. There's, I mean, so many examples of activism in young people that I just feel so humbled by. Mm-hmm. Really, really humbled. Um, by their bravery and courage and authenticity of self that I had, like, an iota of when I was their age. (laughs) I was just, like, flailing around. And so um, I'm just in awe and inspired by them. So for sure. Yeah. The young people. Yeah. They're amazing. They're amazing.
0: Ditto. Yeah. Well.
2: Yeah. mean, Oh, my God. This was a play. I would just want to say, like, I guess in summary, too, just – Again, not to make it a huge swing left infomercial, but I did. <laughs> I did. This was such a meaningful part of something that c- could have been. S- it was so, like you said before, like the anxiety leading up to the midterms last year, the kind of feeling out of controlness, the feeling of like just not knowing where to put all the anger, or just like, or just like fear, or disappointment, or all this you know, feeling like there's a lot of like fundraisers and uh, cocktails and yada, like all, all the stuff, which is all great. It's just there is something that does feel that felt very, um, again, just very pure to me about just going and getting on the ground and helping out and just volunteering and Going door to door and, I, again, like just like bringing your pals and what – there is it, it there is just something that feels like concrete about this that is um, – and it's only a few hours of your day mm-hmm. and I'm telling you it is so meaningful and you feel like you're actually taking, pl- taking a part in your government and in your democratic right. And it's uh, – I really can't encourage it enough. It was really empowering. Well
1: said. Be like Katherine mm. Hahn and knock on some doors. Knock on yeah. some doors,
0: you guys. Knock on some doors. I want to be like Katherine Hahn. <laughs> <laughs> Lord. This is so, Thank you so fun. Much. Yeah. Oh, thanks for having me. Thank you so much for doing this. Oh, of
2: course. This was a ball. All
0: right, we are joined on the phone with Ashley Blue, who is Swing Left's political director. Ashley, thanks so much for joining us.
1: My pleasure. How are y'all? Great.
0: We're good. We're um
1: excited about this membership survey.
0: Yeah. Tell us yeah. about the membership survey and, and um and what we found.
3: Yeah, uh we did a, a quick survey of our folks and we're finding that folks are really excited about impeachment. So one of the things that we want to do is just remind people that it's great to be excited that Uh, The president is being held accountable for things. And for a lot of us, it's motivated us to get into action. Uh, For others, it hasn't. So we just want to make sure that we're highlighting the big points of action that we all have to move forward with and be aligned on in order to get some more movement in the right direction and win some of these seats in 2020.
0: Yeah, that's great, because you know, one of my concerns, and uh, Mariah and I have talked about this, too, is that people are always looking for saviors, for something to save us, and um, and that all of a sudden there'd be impeachment, and people would think, oh, cool, he's going to get impeached. I don't need to get into action. I don't need to to do anything now.
3: Yeah, that's the absolute wrong attitude to take. So think about how long it's taken us to get to this point. You know, this journey started— Uh, before 2016, really, 2015 uh, to now, where we've been moving in this direction of our newest president and his being in office and all that that means uh, from affecting the courts to uh, affecting us on local legislative races. And so uh, keep in mind all the momentum that had to come together to get us to this point. There were a lot of folks who were leaders and spoke out uh, on the fact that they thought this president needs to be impeached. And that was not uh, in a good place this time last year or the year before that. And so what this survey is showing us is that people finally get it. Everything's starting to align. And now we need to figure out where do we go from here. And it's keep pushing. Um, if we would have stopped with Election Day and the results, um, you know, we'd be, we would not be looking forward to any type of impeachment proceedings at all. So we just got to keep that same energy.
0: Right. And, and so dig in a little bit on, on the results of the impeachment. Like w- what are people saying? Are are they, uh, does this make them less motivated or more motivated to get involved?
3: Our key findings show Sixty eight percent are more motivated to take action to support Democratic candidates. Forty eight percent believe it makes the 2020 elections even more important. Ninety one percent support or strongly support the decision to start an impeachment inquiry. Fifty five percent think Trump will be impeached. Six percent think Trump will either resign or be removed by the Senate. Um, 50% think the prospect of impeaching Trump will help Democrats to win in 2020. And 18% are worried it will hurt Democrats, Democrats' chance to run in 2020. So to summarize the key findings here, folks are motivated. They strongly support it. But they're still on the line over whether they think he'll actually be impeached. We're at 55% according to our results. And so that's kind of where folks stand. And I think what's important for Swing Left to do is bridge that gap on, hey, you're excited, you're motivated. Here are the things that we need to do to make sure that we continue to elect people who will get these types of things on the forefront and build up the conversation so that folks can be motivated about it, right? Like we're not at this point if we didn't flip the house in 2018. We didn't have the votes. So voting is always the thing we have to go back to. And remember, at the end of the day, that's the only thing that's going to make all of us happy and secure in 2020.
0: Well, Ashley, that's, that's really great. And that's, um, that gels with what I'm feeling. We got to keep at it. Mm-hmm. I'm excited about impeachment. I, I'm in favor of it. Uh, I don't think it's you know necessarily going to remove him from office, though. Right. And we have to continue doing our work and doing our job.
3: Absolutely. Um, Figure out what's going on near you and get active. Uh, He can stay as paranoid as he would like, and we're going to keep moving in the background and hope that the stars align. That's the way we got to keep thinking about it.
0: Love it. Thanks so much for joining us. Will you come back and join us again soon?
3: (laughs) Absolutely. It's lit. Can't wait.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Awesome.
1: Thank you so much, Ashley.
3: Bye, y'all.
0: Thank you for joining us today, and thank you for stepping up and taking action. This is how we win. We win when we all get involved, and our work has to start now.
1: Mm -hmm. That's why we want to hear from you. Who would you like to hear on the show? What topics do you want to discuss? And we want your story. Email us at podcast at swingleft.org.
0: Thanks for subscribing, rating, and reviewing. If you haven't yet, please do subscribe on Apple or wherever you get your pods. Share us with the world and help us build this movement. Use the hashtag howWeWin2020. Check out our page at swingleft.org slash podcast. And of course, sign up to volunteer.
1: We so appreciate you being here with us and are excited to bring you more stories from the field next Wednesday.